it's time for um hello a jersey shore recap podcast um hello um hello we're back for season three my name is angel but you can call me cookie and I'm G-Wow. Together we're Cookie and G-Wow. This is Um Hello, your episode-by-episode episode Jersey Shore recap podcast. This is season three. Can you even believe it? I can't believe it. It's long awaited because, first of all, this is my favorite season personally. It was my first It's a season. good one. It's a great season. This was my first season. I watched this first and then I went back and watched season one and two after right, that. So right. this has a special place in my heart. But also, uh, just because of like life circumstances, we had to take a break between seasons two and three. So we haven't taped the podcast in forever. I think it's been like seven mm-hmm. months or something. So I'm very excited to finally be here. It also feels good that number one, like no shade, but like Angelina's not coming back this season. And we have Dina, which is such a breath of fresh air. I can't wait to talk about Dina. And we're back at the Jersey Shore. That's actually what the episode this is. Episode one, obviously, of season three. It's called Back to the Shore. It feels so good to be back to the roots, back to the duck phone, back to the T-shirt shop, back to the boardwalk, back to the beach. It is a great feeling. I agree. And I love Dina. Dina is personally my favorite character on the show. And looking back, it's actually, I feel like from a production standpoint, and we'll talk more about her, but from a production standpoint, it sort of was a risky choice to bring her in because she's so similar to Snooki. Like they're kind of the same vibe, but it ended up paying off because they had the dynamic duo type energy. So here's what's funny. And, um, you know, I, I want, as much as I want this podcast to just like sit in time, um, obviously the Jersey Shore people are still around doing things. And so I don't know if you know this, but Dina and Nicole have created their own podcast. It's called uh, the Meatball Pod. This is their official advertisement for it. I listened to the first episode because that's all that's available right now. And they're giving some good background info that I think is really going to come in handy for us as we're recording this season because they talked all about um, Dina's casting process, which you've talked a little bit about too. And they confirmed a lot of what you'd said, how like they had met before. They actually said they'd met on MySpace. Because you know how, remember how Dina was really popular on MySpace? I do vaguely remember that. She was known as like D Nicole Rockstar on MySpace. <laughs> and people like, she's like a really big following and Nicole followed her. And so that's mm. how like when they went, then went into casting, they recognized each other from knowing each other online, which in that day, I feel like was kind of not, it wouldn't be like as common as now. Like we know each other from online, but right. like. This was, you know, 2000, whatever, nine. I don't even know. It was a new concept and, uh, back then, for sure. Yeah. And I guess Dina was supposed to get casted the whole time. And it, and she says on the Meatball Pod that at one point they actually wanted to bring her in the Miami season. Like mm. Angelina or not, they were just like, let's just bring Dina in. But then they were like, no, it makes more sense if we wait until you're back at the Jersey Shore. And then it also made sense because it was like replacement. So it was still the even four girls, four guys, uh, four girls, four guys for, format, you know. Right. And they were also talking about the fact, and this came as a surprise to me. I had never heard rumors about this, that they were considering possibly recasting everybody except for Snooki <gasps> and Polly. Right. I forgot imagine? what tea. I mean, maybe they were just like, fuck all of this drama. But then I think the note happened and they were like, hold on. I think let's let's make some lemonade out of this instead. I feel like that would have been a monstrously stupid idea. 
I, I agree. I don't think it would have worked at all. I mean, the vibe would have been off. They would have just cast a bunch of random people from New York and Jersey, like, and then to bring in Polly and Snooki, and the whole thing would have been off. I guess they just knew those were the ones who were going to get the ratings. So they were like, we'll, we'll keep the ones that everybody likes. And, and then just like, well, add a new whole whole ass new roommates. I'm so glad that they didn't do that. It would have been a giant mistake. Yeah. Well, this season that we're on season three, what we had said last time also is that it was kind of like part two of last season. How like it's this continuation from Miami, which they do, I think, in getting everybody to the shore and driving there and their arrivals, they try and make it seem like some time has passed. I, I don't feel like much time has passed. No, I think they kind of filmed them back to back. It seems like as the viewer, especially once they get like right back swing into the drama, I'm like, what is it like a week? Would you have a month off max? Like it couldn't have been more than a month, right? They definitely had some time off because like Snooki changed her look. This is her her like red hair and camo era. I love this era. No, I'm Me so too. down for this this era of Snooki. That's true, though. We should. Well, let's just jump into it because Snooki's the first person we see. And she's very like, oh, my gosh, can't wait to be back at the Jersey Shore with Guido men instead of the, you know, Miami lean machines. I, mm -hmm. I, I feel for it. And she's the one who's like, I'm bringing my girl Dina, which, yeah, we know all the background tea is like, were they kind of friends? Yeah. Did they like also... I don't know, mesh more because of casting, definitely. And uh, Nicole even said that when in season one, when she's on the duck phone, a lot of the time she was calling Dina. So now that she's coming to the house, it's I it feels like the right the right thing, the right moment, all I coming didn't together. Know that. You know, I think what's what Snooki had said is that basically, like when they had seen each other at casting, and Dina had gotten like the confirmation that she was going to go. I think that they had talked about that. So then. Nicole fully thought she was going to show up there and Dina was going to be there. And she actually mentioned another guy named Ray, who she thought was going to be there as well. She was like, so I was looking for Dina and Ray and neither of them were there. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And then I think that even more led to her feeling ostracized in, in like the very beginning of mm. season one. Um, but then that's when she called Dina and is like, you're not here. And Dina's like, yeah, like this stuff happened with like my family member who's in the hospital mm. and I didn't want to risk it, blah, blah, blah. But I'm going to come back later. And a producer overheard her talking and is like, wait, is that Dina? Like that? I think you're talking to Dina. And Nicole's like, yeah. And they're like, okay, we're going to like keep that in our back pocket. Cut to now. Oh, here's my friend Dina coming to the Jersey Shore as our new roommate. <laughs> it was a long time coming. She's a great change of pace from yeah. Angelina because she's sort of the exact opposite of Angelina in a way. She definitely doesn't want altercations. She's not, no. she never is trying to fight. She's just like very happy go lucky. And I don't, yeah, I wouldn't describe Angelina that way. Well, the, the big difference I think is that Angelina sort of felt like she stood alone, like it was the Angelina show in a lot of ways. Yeah. And so even when she was getting along with people, it was very like she kind of stood alone a little bit, whereas Dina very much wants to be part of the group, like desperately. <laughs> no, that's such a good point. I do think like Angelina had some main character syndrome that Dina's like, she's not worried about that. Like not. And, no. and is she somehow her own main character? Absolutely. But that's not like even her thing. She's just trying to have fun. She's a blast in a glass. If we're going in chronological order, this is where we meet Dina. Because Snooki, we see Snooki first and she immediately goes to pick up Dina. True. And Dina's little tag says she lives in New Egypt. I did not know that New Egypt was a city that existed in America. That was news to me. There's a lot of random small cities in Jersey that I like had never heard of prior to Jersey Shore. Like, like I wonder what the vibe that... in, What's New Egypt like? Is it suburban? Is it like a little city? So it's like North Jersey, sort of, almost. I mean, it's like 
central North Jersey. It's actually not crazy far from like seaside. It's just more central Jersey, like not on the on the end of things. I want to see how far it would have been from where, and I'm skipping ahead, obviously, in the episode, but from where Sammy is, because they have made this whole thing about like, where are you from? (laughs) Oh, yeah, we'll talk about that. Oh, they're they're an hour away from each other. Okay. They they grew up an hour away from each other. So, yeah, that's where New Egypt is. So we'll talk a little bit more about Dina later. Um, we So we see everybody as Nicole's actually running through the house for Dina. Like, right. she's like, I'm going to give you a little rundown of everybody. So she starts with Wow because that's her bestie. And she's like, you're going to love Jenny. And we pan to Jenny who's living with Tom. And it doesn't like you just go into it knowing fuck shit's going to happen because she's like, I can't wait to get away from Tom. I need a break from Tom. Like, girl, you're setting yourself up to be like if for it to go south you know what i mean right no um, next we see polly whose mom is absolutely beautiful i don't know if we've ever seen much of polly's family but oh my gosh his mom is gorgeous you're right she's a beauty then we see situation and Vinny just kind of like packing on their own um not much to mention and then sam and ron ron is going to pick up sam and they have been together since filming but ron says we've been together for a year and i'm like are you not counting all the times you've like broken up and got back together because like no you haven't most people when they break up and get back together like most on and off people they consider the office like technically part of the relationship you know what i mean like if you met a year ago i've just never been that kind of couple so like Mm. on the outside i'm like oh really that's how long you've been together Hmm. i feel like most people do because they're like oh we were like on a break but technically we were you know like they do if you know if you're if you break up knowing you're gonna get back together like some people still consider that together (laughs) i guess i hear you and i guess it depends on how how long that because like is that like a week is that like a month you know what i mean Oh, I've, I, imagine I don't you're know. like on a break for months and like hooking up with other people and then they get back together. I'd be like, no, y'all broke up. You slept yeah. with other. You know what I mean? I don't know. I guess it's well, so different. Let me ask you a relationship. Then. So mm-hmm. you, you you have a partner. So if you broke up. Yeah. No, we would never. Up, but let's well, say we did. OK, let's say you broke up today and then like six months from now, you reconciled and got back together. And then a few months from there, if someone's like, oh, how long have you been together? Would you say we've been together for years or would you say, oh, we've been together for four months? You know what I mean? It depends on who it was. So maybe mm. if I didn't want to lie, I would say like, oh, we met in October 2020, which is not a lie. That's when right. we met. And oh, then it's go. like it, maybe it's been complicated since then or whatever. But if it's like but if it's like my really good friend, I'd be like, oh, we were together for three years and then we broke up for six months and now we're, we're back together. But I I wouldn't right. just be like, we've been together for four years. No breaks going like, I don't know. That's such a lie. Right, I, right, I guess right. like. But I don't want I would never want to be the couple that breaks up and get back together. Like, I just feel like that's not healthy. So, yeah, no, we're 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 not breaking up. Mm-hmm. I know, I, you know, I would never want <laughs> no, to I'm just hypothetical, of course. Um, so Ron and Sam are the first ones to get to the house. And what a fuck all decision they made. Like, oh, my gosh, the worst thing ever was that they got there first because there are so many rooms with just two beds in it that they could have taken. But they were like, no, no. We want the good room that's upstairs. It's and I get it. It's a little more private, but what? Why would you do that? Well, and I don't understand. Maybe they're just used to living with each other, like all the roommates. But if you're like a couple, wouldn't you want a little bit of privacy? 
I mean, you're yeah. on a reality show, so there's cameras, but like, wouldn't you want a room where you could just like sleep and it's just the two of you in the room? Jeez. Yes, I would actually, because the rooms and beds are very small. And so I would want one of the two people rooms and then you would be able to push the beds together exactly and actually get more thinking. room in they the room. Their, yeah. They could have their solo couple room, but no, they wanted the good room. And by the way, something I noticed is those beds in that room are mm -hmm. from Ikea and I had that bed. <laughs> I had that exact bed. It's like I mean, it is like, just Danny's shore house. So that makes sense. It's from Ikea. And it's like the bed is really short. It's like a foot and a half off the ground. So you can't really sit so on funny. it. It's really, un it's actually kind of an awkward, like sleeping experience. I don't like being that low to the ground, but I had that bed and I loved that. I was like, yeah. I felt like I, I had a part of, <laughs> I shared something yeah. with them. The only thing that's kind of an upside, although, you know, not for the person who obviously has to be in the third bed with the two of them. But the only kind of upside to it is that like if they're if they were downstairs, then like some of the like the fun people in the house right now, some of them are, would be upstairs. Some of them would be downstairs and Sam and Ron would be in the middle of it with them being upstairs. They can all just kind of be like, OK, so I guess we're not going upstairs this year. Like right. our rooms are downstairs. The other boys are downstairs and they're just going to be up there all the time by themselves. And we just like don't have to worry about it. That's the only upside I would see is like one of the other people in the house. But if I was the last person, oh, I'd be so pissed off. Because obviously, as they all start coming in, no one's opting to pick that bed. No, uh, no. I feel like that is the worst nightmare to be stuck in a room with upstairs away from the rest of the house and stuck with only Ron and Sam of all people. Absolutely not. And I think that Ron and Sam only thought about it as like, oh, people won't want to be around when we're having sex, but like, it won't be weird. Like, we won't be doing that. But they didn't think about it at all. It's like. Well, what if Mike wants to bring a girl home? What are you all just going to be their spectators? Like, that's so fucking weird. I also feel like at this point, maybe they're not aware of how uh, kind of on eggshells people are with them and how uncomfortable they make people. I don't think that they really. Yeah. Maybe they didn't think like we're going to fight the whole season. Like, of course, they weren't thinking that. So but we all know that that's what's going to happen. So nobody wants to see if they want to live in delulu land okay there they are upstairs and of course so awkward they're the first ones there and there is tension with them in jaywow sam kept calling jenny whorebag which i thought was funny. oh yeah they wouldn't <laughs> kept, even like say her name she kept being like who is that coming up the stairs is that whorebag yeah i think that's whorebag <laughs> is it just whore is it it's just whorebag like they is if her name was voldemort right exactly the name that they can't speak that's funny <laughs> And she's the first one to arrive and they like won't even talk to each other. It's so uncomfortable and weird. So I actually have a sound bite from that moment because it was so perfect. Perfect. The way that the sound was mixed, like and edited, it's so perfect because Jenny heavy footed clomps up the stairs. <laughs> like you could hear it all throughout Jersey, the way she's clomping up the stairs. And then she walks in the room and let me just play it for you. I'm not going to describe it. I'm just going to play it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> that was Jenny's first interaction in the house was ugh. Listen, I will say at least like I'll give Jersey Shore some credit here. There's a lot of things that are like very gendered. And then here's Jaywell. She doesn't give a shit about being dainty <laughs> and feminine. She is just clomp, clomp, fool with her suitcase. <laughs> she doesn't give a fuck. And I'm like here for it. I'm like, yeah, girl. 
Get your aggressive self where it needs to be. Well, that's why I've always loved Jay Wow as a character because <laughs> mm-hmm. she exudes both femininity and masculinity in such a balanced, beautiful way. Because she is very feminine also, but masculine. Yeah. She's Dom not really femme, one of yeah. the Exactly. She's kind of a little bit of both. She's not physically androgynous, but her personality is like androgynous. I don't know if there's a word for that. And I live for it. Yeah, no, I, I hear it and I, and I live for it as well. I love it. I feel like she just like hides in the room looking out the window for someone else to come because yeah. then he's next and she's like, oh, thank God. And like runs out to get to him first. So she's not alone. So Vinny's obviously not going to go in the third room. So he takes one. He's like, let me get me and Polly situated. And I feel like he kind of low key knows they're about to screw over situation. Like yeah. he's uh, because Jenny had smartly taken the room for her, Nicole and Dina. So then if, if Vinny takes one for him and Polly, like it's, it doesn't even matter who gets there next. I mean, Polly does luckily. So then they can just like kind of call it, but they, I feel like they kind of knew at this point. All right, well, we're going to fuck over Mike because that's who deserves it. And it's not on purpose to, it's not like uh, consciously fucking over Mike. It's just one of us has to be screwed this season and he's not here. So sorry. And I, there's like a whole thing about Vinny's shower caddy. I don't know what the big deal is. They're guidos who all like take so much care of themselves. And with Polly's 18 million jars of hair gel, he's going to come at Vinny for having a loofah. Like, get over yourself. Well, that's what I don't. That's why I think masculinity is a disease because yeah. it's like that with guys in general. There's these weird, like, fine lines that like you can't cross but you can mm-hmm. get close. And it's that thing of like, oh, it's good to be hygienic, but you can't use certain soaps because those are too feminine, but you can't use other soaps because it's like, there's so many rules. It's like, just fucking take a shower and use whatever the fuck you want. Who gives a shit? Honestly, if you are a man who wants women attention, you should be very, very into grooming yourself because girls right. don't want disgusting, dirty, griming men. And this is such a tangent. and. We'll jump back to the episode quickly, but I, <laughs> I just have to say, did you are you aware that there are heterosexual men on this planet, adult heterosexual men, were not aware that you have to wash your asshole? I knew this was what you were gonna say. Um, I, I can't believe what? this news. I this news has shocked me, but I have I've seen this on TikTok of the girls who are like, my boyfriend doesn't know he needs to like Gross. open his ass in the shower. Like, gr- like no, they just run away. The, they just wash the cheeks, but they don't get in. What the fuck? <laughs> who are these boys' parents? Why did right? Like everyone, teach your kids how to wash themselves. Like yeah. period, period, the end. Oh, good, whatever. Anyways, I just I, I just heard this on TikTok recently and it blew my goddamn mind. But anyways, <laughs> um, well, Snooki and Dina are next, and apparently Dina's done some shots. Jenny greets them. It actually goes pretty well for like a new cast member. Like I, you know, I don't think anybody aside from Sammy is really giving her any reason to be like, oh, I, I you know, I haven't been welcomed. Like they give her a very warm greeting. It's it's ideal yeah. for Dina. I love that for her. Well, and Jenny specifically is open to being friends with her, which is a good thing because they have a room together and she's already friends with Snooki. So can you imagine if Dina and Jenny didn't get along? That would be a whole problem for Dina. Um, I think that Dina plays it right, though. Like she comes in being like, I'm Nicole's friend and you're Nicole's friend. So I want to be your friend. And she even says to Jenny before knowing what Jenny did, she's like, I was hoping the three of us could room together. And Jenny was like, yeah, we are. And so I think that was like. Kind of, a, I think I felt like that those two sentences 
were so solidifying in the fact right. that they were going to be friends because Dina was saying it was like her extending like I do want to be your friend and Jenny's like I've already set it up for us and so they were both kind of like oh no we're gonna we're gonna be in this and I I, I love girl friendship I love girls I, I do too and that's what that's one of the reasons why I'm glad Angelina's not here this year because it does open up space for like a really tight girl bond that Agreed. was really tricky with because Sam hated everyone and Angelina hated everyone and it was like yeah so this is a whole different vibe this season I love it and I do want to note that and we'll see later the consequences of this choice but Dina mm -hmm. is already drunk when Snooki picks her up so she walks <laughs> into the house with a bottle in hand already drunk because she was so nervous she said she drank because she was so nervous to meet everyone which I understand it's a meatball rite of passage. I get, that was a that was a bold choice to walk into the house for the first time drunk. Though I will say, I wouldn't do it only because I'd be afraid to have like a too chaotic of a vibe right off the bat. Which she yeah, does. it <laughs> would make me it would make me more nervous. Like I think people right. think oh, I'll take the edge off, but it wouldn't for me. It would make me exactly. Worse. And edge. a lot of times, like that, I've looked back on things that I like drank out of nervousness. There's things that like I don't totally stand by and right. it's because I drank too much and it's like it wasn't anything like totally regretful but I'm like oh I was pretty loud at the end of that that was right. that was a lot but well, like that's the, thing, uh. that's the thing about alcohol is the double edged sword of it is it makes you unaware of yourself so you feel better you feel good about yourself but you behave worse. So it's like tricky. And that's what happens. And with this the... show is fueled by alcohol. So yeah, at that well, time, okay. another iconic line is muttered. Mm-hmm. Party's here, times two. Party two, oh, I used to say that all the time. Times when was, two. When I was with my bestie, I would always say that, party's here, times two. It's cute. And of course, Situation is the last one to arrive. And he's kind of like, oh, I'm the last one here. So what's the deal with the rooms? And they're like, you're upstairs with Ron and Sam. And he's like, honestly, he's he handles it well. Like, he doesn't throw a fit right off the bat. But you can tell he's miserable. Who wouldn't be? I mean, the whole situation. I'm so uncomfortable for him. It, like, it, it's this Ron and Sam thing, but it's also so separate. Like, it's so separate from yep. the boys and the rest of the house. That's not a good vibe. Yep. Um, so um, before we take a break, can I just say one last thing about Sam in, in particular? Okay. I know you're not really on top of watching Jersey Shore Family Vacation, but I don't know if you're if you've seen all the news that Sam is back after yeah. taking a decade back of filming. And I actually, I oh, sorry to cut you off. I haven't. I missed a bunch of seasons of Family Reunion. I will be tuning in this season because I'm just so excited about the reunion of it all. But go ahead. I think that's how a lot of people feel, but I really, I, it's worth going back and watching everything. Like yeah. there's so many good events. If, if you, if you like like the new show, I, I really recommend it. There's even when you start watching, you're going to be like, Oh, I, I clearly missed a lot. What's interesting to just be watching Jersey Shore family vacation. And then to come back and like be dissecting these episodes is just how like cemented in time these early seasons of Jersey Shore really are. And it's just like really a few summers of their life that we're, you know, obsessing over. Yeah. But they've made themselves so iconic just from, you know, these six seasons. And now Jersey Shore Family Vacation actually has more seasons than the regular 
season, more episodes too. But yeah, I, mean, I just noticed that the new season that just aired, I think it was a few days ago from when we're recording this podcast was season seven and the original show ended after six. So that's kind of yeah. a weird. That's a big deal. Yeah. And they have like their episode. They have like long episode seasons. Like they're all like 26 episodes or something like that. So I think just my little plug for family vacation again, always. Well, well and on, on that same note, I think I figured out what the difference is that makes family reunion more have have more longevity because family reunion sort of fits into their lives. Yes. Whereas Jersey Shore was like this like pocket separate universe from the rest of their lives. And it was a it was a format that had an expiration date for sure because yeah. The whole idea was that it's a bunch of random kids partying over the summer, but they got too famous. They got too rich. And so it's like it was hard to keep pretending to just be 21 year olds doing a Jersey summer. Like it started to seem phony at the end, whereas now with reunion, they kind of embrace that they're rich and have careers, which just makes it, it easier to continue longer. I also, and we'll obviously get to this when we get to seasons five, six, whatever, but I think Snooki getting pregnant is what really changed right. the game. But yeah. let's take a little break and then let's get back to season three. Okay. Can't get enough of Um Hello? Never. <laughs> well, check us out on social media. We're on Instagram and TikTok at Um Hello Pod. And if you are listening to us, but you'd rather be watching, you can go to patreon.com slash um hello. There's also going to be tons of bonus content, including bonus episodes and behind the scenes, like how I got my Snooky post. And last but not least, if you're a brand or you just want to give us money, send us an email, a professional email at umhellopod at gmail.com. All right, let's get back to the show already. Okay. Um, hello. Um, hello to you. We're back. We are back and we're talking more about Dina. Now, the meatball pod that I mentioned before, Dina was talking a lot about body image in that day. And they were they they got onto that topic because of the fact that they called themselves meatballs. And that mm. term kind of came from them being called like short and fat. And they were like, you're, you know, you're short, you're fat, you're a meatball. And Dina's like, I fucking love meatballs. What are you talking about? Like, we're meatballs, whatever. And that's like how it became a thing. But I feel like it's so interesting to hear them talk about body image because when we watch this with a 2023 brain, I'm like, in what world are these girls fat? They're so small. They're so skinny. And honestly, Dina, like talking about it is so interesting to me because I feel like they did at times like call her fat and she's clearly not. And I also just want to make the comment that like she is ageless, like the way that she looks in season three here. I feel like she doesn't look that different now. Like she just like has a little like different style, really. But like, I feel like she doesn't look that different, like ageless queen. Yeah, no, she (laughs) looks fantastic. And I felt the same way watching back. I was like, these are tiny little girls. The fact that anyone would criticize... it was such a different time though. I mean, that was right at the peak of that like kind of Paris Hilton. Yeah. Like low rise jeans. Yeah. I mean, that was the, and you know what? I have to say though, I worry we're reapproaching that era again with this Ozempic craze. Because if you notice, a lot mm-hmm. of celebrities are getting that that skeleton look again. Well, that and a lot of the Y2K aesthetic is like back in style. So like some people are doing like low rise things again. And I'm like, no, no, no. I, I thought we all like, agreed that high waist was like where it was at. Like, when let's not I'm, stray from that. My hope is with the internet, because back in the day, it's like there would be trends and everyone would follow them. But I'm hoping with the internet, have you heard of the concept of like monoculture? Yeah, yeah. It's when like you, 
only get things from TV, movies, or the radio. And so everyone's listening and watching the same things. But now mm-hmm. with the internet, we're all in our little pocket niches. So I'm mm-hmm. hoping that that goes with like beauty standards as well, that like there won't be one ideal right. for beauty that everyone will just look different. And some people will, I don't know. I'm hoping the internet will help ease some of that body trends and beauty standards and shit like that. Yeah. And I love the feminist conversations. Dina continues it coming in very sex positive, talking about her vibrators, saying that anyone else is welcome to them. I'm obsessed with her. (laughs) And you know what? Let's just say this. Obviously we love Dina and we've said last season that uh, her husband, Chris Buckner is a follower of ours. I'd like, I'm going to send him some DMs and see if I can get him to give us some quotes for this season. Okay. I want to, so let's ask him and I'll send it in. I'll even send it now on the podcast. Let's ask him, do you have a quote about like watching Dina's original Jersey Shore seasons or like anything like, do you have a comment on, you know, original Dina, something like that? I love that. That'd be perfect. Well, the one thing I want to say is that in this moment, in one conversation, back to back, we get two iconic Dina quotes. In -hmm. the same sentence, she calls herself a walking holiday and Mm -hmm. a blast in a glass. She does. She comes in, honestly, with a great attitude. And she even tries to be nice to Sammy, who's really not having it and gives her attitude but like no dina comes in being like i'm trying to party i'm gonna be a good time you don't have to worry about me and the house is like here for it except for ron and sam who are like mm, it's just yeah. another snucky man it's like okay are, you guys ron and sam are starting right off the bat because dina dina's just so friendly she doesn't even think to like be weird around people she's just like like she knows the vibe is weird with sam but she's still just like hey where are you from it's good to meet you and sam is right. very like she, she specifically asked, where are you from? And Sam's just like, Jersey. <laughs> like, obviously, you're all from fucking Jersey, you bitch. Aren't you, are you serious? I, I do love Sam, but, like, I'll say this. I really don't think that Sam's in a good place mentally right here. No. And I don't think she knows how to act at all. Like, I don't even think she knows necessarily how to act with Ron around these people, with the new girl, with any. Like, I just don't think she knows how to act. But I don't think she's making the best uh choices so well that's that's part of the season two part two thing where like she's had no time to move on or heal she's still the exact same she the way she left season two she's still not exact same mindset which is tricky for her yeah and the house is all like kind of doing their thing getting along you just see ron and sam up in their room and then we get a pause because we get some drama that's not ron and sam drama and Snooky has some beef with Vinny. Um, because Vinny apparently fucked Ryder and Snooki walked in on it. And like, that's messy. And I, I feel like we've talked about the fact that like Ryder and Snooki aren't really friends today. And like mm-hmm. when she did shit like this, I wouldn't really want to be friends with her either. Well, and according to Snooki, they had hooked up like a week or two prior to filming. So this was fresh for Snooki. Yeah, I would, I would have been annoyed. Like my friends and I, like we wouldn't do anything if it was you know clear that somebody would have been upset and like i feel like Ryder should have known that was off limits so like it's shame on both of them on Ryder and Vinny. i agree i would have been annoyed on both parts like stay away from my roommates yeah it's messy messy. yeah it's messy um and it's kind of it's triggered because the reason snooki gets mad about it is because dina is sort of all over Vinny in the hot tub and it's like a flashback moment for her she's seeing her friend all over Vinny. 
she's triggered. But I don't think Dina meant anything by it because when they were going through who she was attracted to, who she was interested in, Vinny wasn't even a part of that combo. No, I think it was just like this to see her friend Dina that she knows from the outside on Vinny. It just was like it brought back that memory of like, oh, yeah, I forgot you just fucked Ryder two weeks ago. Right. Well, Dina does the right thing and it's just like, see ya. And she goes off and lets, you know, them handle their drama. So she instead is like, I'm a blast in a glass. I need my blast in a glass hat, which I thought she was saying I have a hat that says I'm a blast in a glass. Instead, she just goes looking for her straw cowboy hat. And I'm like, I was expecting a trucker hat that said I'm a blast in a glass, like, you know, fake airbrushed on the front. Yeah, that's exactly what I was expecting, an airbrushed hat. Right. But no, I think she just meant it's a hat that she likes to party in. Like, she just feels good in it. I'm like, okay, sure. So, so, yeah, Mike's like, let's see this fucking hat, girl. Show me. And this is an iconic moment as well. They go back to the room to look for the hat. Uh, and Dina starts sort of strip teasing her bathing suit cover. Mm-hmm. But her bikini bottom accidentally falls off now let me ask you this do you think it was an accident or do you think she wanted to show off her kooka no i actually think it was an accident (laughs) like if anything i feel like you would slip out your boob first like i don't feel like it's normal for you to just like flash your like you know kooka out i think that she (laughs) genuinely thought she was just sliding off her bottoms and not the not her bathing suit bottoms I don't think she had any idea because then what she notices, she's kind of like, no, 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 no. Like as if she really doesn't want to accept the reality. She's not like, oops, you know what I mean? Right. We're on purpose where I'd be like, "Uh oh, the scene was so funny the way it was set up because poor Dina is she's standing there butt naked from the bottom, you know, from the bottom down. And she's like got her arms raised and she's spinning around. She's so excited. Uh, and Mike is just sitting there laughing. I mean, the whole thing, I, it was embarrassing for her. I will say <laughs> funny, but yeah, embarrassing. But it's, it's iconic. It's funny. At least it's, it's, it's something you can laugh about now. Like, honestly, yeah. if that's the worst thing she did that night. Like it's fine. But that, I mean, that goes back to, back to what I was saying earlier of her coming in drunk. And then drinking more in the house, she is by far the drunkest. Like, everyone else is on a buzz, and she's fucked up. That's true, yeah. And I don't think people think about that when they're like, oh, I'll just get a buzz before. It's like, well, yeah, you're, like, miles ahead of everybody now, and now you're you're sloppy. And, uh, you know, we, we can take a break and then get into where that ends up. Welcome to Sapphic Survival Guide. My name is Cheyenne. I'm Gina. Class is now in session. How do you define queer style? How do you communicate that you don't want to U-Haul at all? It is literally every <laughs> queer woman I meet hate Geminis. How do I deal with the most devastating breakup I've ever been through? Sapphic Survival Guide. We're happy to be queer to answer your questions. Um, hello? Um, hello, we're back. Um, hello? Yes, we are. And we're about to get into the first fight of the season. It escalates from like one person's drama to everyone's drama. And it all starts because Dina, like you said, I think had too much to drink and is like really trying to see what's up with Mike in a way that's a little thirsty. Like it's like, girl, just go down. She clearly has a crush. Yeah, but she clearly has a crush. Yeah, she does. You can tell she's into Mike. And I feel like she even from the beginning was like kind of interested in Mike. Like he's hot. I'm trying to see what's up. Um, and so there's this moment where everyone's kind of winding down. They start going back to bed because, like, they're not on party mode yet, like Dina no, is. it's the first night. They're on getting into the house mode, yeah. So they're all turning in. They're kind of going to bed a little bit early. Uh, and so Mike goes up to his room, which is with 
Ron and Sam, and Dina mm-hmm. follows closely behind him. Right. And then she's trying to be like, Mike, come do this. Come cuddle. Let's play. Let's do this. And Sammy's laughing. Just and honestly, like, I feel like it could have been handled a little better. Like, Sammy could have just been like, I'm just laughing. Like, sorry, you're all in the room. Can I not laugh? But like, Dina really takes it personally. And Sammy's like, yeah, I am laughing at you, which, okay. It's just going to escalate from there, obviously. This is a scene, I will say, let me let me say this about myself. I can be an annoying drunk a little bit, which is why I like Dina, because she also can sometimes be annoying. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm sort of like Dina, and then I get real messy, and I'm like, we're partying, we're having fun, you know? And mm. this scene, I don't know why, that every time alcohol touches my lips, I feel the desire to quote this scene. <laughs> I'm Dina going, why are you laughing at me? And Sam is like, yeah, She's I'm like, laughing at you. Is she laughing at me? Yeah, I am laughing at you. I Which, think- okay, I don't feel like, like, love you, Dina, so much, but, like, was it really warranted from just, like, the little <laughs> bit of laughter to go straight to calling Sammy a cunt? Not sure that was warranted. And I'm surprised that Sammy and Ron didn't react right away because I feel like yeah. it would have been warranted. Like, you can't just, I mean, like, listen, because she could have been, she could have gone back to the girls and been like, all right, listen, I've really tried with Sammy and this girl's like not it, but she's just like, man, you're a bitch, you're a cunt. And it's like, whoa, girl, shh, shh, Dina, shh. Well, then she makes the mistake of sort of commenting on Ron and like their relationship because once Ron hears his yeah. own name, he darts downstairs. And there's this moment where he's yelling at Dina mm-hmm. and it's like her whole posture and energy change. You could see how afraid she was. Right. She like her whole she kind of sunk down and like she went from being like that bitch and to being like no no I'm I'm sorry <laughs> your whole yeah. tone and I felt bad because Ron is scary and that's the thing about Dina is that like she will use her words but like she's not really a fighter so I think no. that like once and Ron is a big scary man so once like the threat of violence came into the picture which even if Ron wasn't like saying anything when he's like you know, using that posture and getting in her face, like she got scared and she wasn't like Wow, who's like, I'll, I'll punch you. I'll backhand right. Mike. I'm not afraid. Like she's Dina. So she's like, okay, 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 okay. And like, I feel like that's when other people start stepping in. Cause they're like, we got to back up our girl now, now that, now that this is escalated. Well, that's kind of where it became a big, a big fight is Dina right. and Ron were having it out. And then Snooki jumped in to sort of defend her. And was talking shit to Ron. And then Ron was talking shit back to Snooki, which prompted Jenny to jump in to defend yep. Snooki. And then, of course, once Jenny get in, gets involved, it immediately turns physical. <laughs> you immediately. Know, I, I, I don't want to provoke, promote violence. I really don't. But having that kind of a friend, like, I'm fucking obsessed with her. Because then... I don't I maybe I want to be her to just sit back and let everyone else like duke it out and then know it's like all right kids step the fuck aside like she's amazing it's not right it's not right but it's amazing it's not right but it's okay that's why she's a great friend to have to defend you because Jenny ends fights like when Uh she gets when she gets involved it's over she's gonna I agree and before then it was such it was getting passed around it was like Sam versus Dina, Snooki versus Sam, Ron versus Dina, Ron versus Snooki. And it's like, everyone shut up. And then, yeah, it's Wow steps in and is like, what you want to do is not necessarily what you're going to do. <laughs> yeah, very that. And I, I, I worried for Sam because Jenny starts swinging and 
Sam has these giant hoop earrings in. And I was like, no, wait, take them out. Yo, I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, her ears must be fucked. I, no, I thought the same thing. I was like, oh, girl. Luckily, Jenny showed some restraint and really just kind of got a slap. Really? They didn't like completely tussle. But I was worried. The for phrase Sam. hold my earrings comes from truth. And, yeah. it, you know, I'll give Jaywell this credit. Sammy actually swung first. She yeah. missed. But she swung first. So Jaywell can go away saying, I didn't swing first. I didn't swing till she swung. We're obviously so biased in this. And the thing yeah. is, that's funny is that I'm, I am obsessed with Sammy, like later in seasons, like who she is later, who she's now. Mm. This version of Sam is not good. And I don't even think it's her fault. Right. But I still like, I'm like, girl, just, just go lay down with your boyfriend or why'd you even come back on the show it's so confusing to me i don't know they've only been in the house for like seven hours and this this chaos is there right oh and you know what a little bit before the um jenny and sam started fighting there is one moment that we kind of breezed but we skipped that i want to talk about when ron Mm -hmm. and snooki like you said the fight was getting passed from person to person there was a moment where ron and snooki were fighting and yeah snooki says to sammy Ron's mom calls me every week and says, why is my son with that bitch? And then in the confessional, she's like, okay, so I made that up. But <laughs> but Ron didn't say that's not true, which is right. weird. It, Ron never really ceases to amaze me in the like, I don't know, unruliness of his actions. But like, why wouldn't he be like, that's literally not true. Maybe, like, he must have believed it in some capacity. He might have, like, every lie is based in truth. So there must have been enough there that he could believe that could be a possibility. Like, maybe his mom hates him and Sam. Maybe his mom likes Snooky. There's got to be some truth there. The other thing, though, and like, okay, sorry, Nicole, but like, she went from your mom calls me to talk about how Sam's a bitch to then <laughs> five minutes after the fight being like, yeah, Sam, and you stay with that asshole after he treats you like shit. <laughs> it's like, whoa, hold on. Well, clearly, you don't want them to be together, but like, no. who are you blaming? Like, who do you, like, what is happening? Now, I don't think at this point, like, because I think Snooki's making some good points. Like, you're saying with this guy, that's where all this fighting is coming from, is, is this guy, or you could be with us, but like, you don't want to be, you know, girls try to be there for you, blah, blah, blah. And at this point, Sam has definitely not seen any of the Miami footage. Like, I kind of feel like there's a point when you can tell she's seen it and we'll get there when we get there. But Mm -hmm. this is definitely not the point. And so I feel like at this part, that's like what's what Snooki's saying is warranted. Like you just you look stupid, but Sam doesn't know yet. And I don't know. I feel like at some point in this season is when, the, the you know, we say like the light switches for Sam and we mm-hmm. know behind the scenes is because she saw the footage. But like, I, I feel like it would have been better for Sam if they had showed her before so that she could have yeah. come into the house being like, hey, girls, let's all be a girl thing again. Because this, I don't know, this stuff sucks. <laughs> yeah. And because I, I remember that happening and I'm excited to see what episode it is because there is this yeah. episode where instantly the, her energy changes and her, her like who she's mad at changes. So we'll definitely right. get there. And we have a lot of drama this season between the girls, between Ron and Sam. It's a messy, messy season. And I'm very yep. excited. Yep. Our season preview showed where's the beach, the grenade whistle, so many breakups. Are you friends with her? <laughs> and more. I cannot wait. Let's wrap our episode here by doing the cookie quote. Let's. Let me pull it up. 
Would you like to be Dina or Mike? I'm going to try not to make every single cookie quote, Dina, but it's going to be hard not to. So just know she's going to be very prevalent this season. So would you like to be Dina or Mike? Well, let me ask you this. Do you think you could do a good drunk impression? Because I'm not super good at a drunk impression, and I feel like this deserves. I could do a pretty good drunk. Let me get a glass in front of me. Can you do a drunk Dina? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm ready. All right. Um, I love to have a good time. I'm single, ready to mingle. I'm just like a walking holiday. Oh, nice. You seem like a really fun time. You really do. I'm a blast in a glass. This is a blast in a glass. If Dina was a holiday, she'd definitely be Thanksgiving. Because she's got a lot to give and she's down for a lot of stuffing. (laughs) (laughs) And scene. Scene. A lot of, she's down for stuffing. That's quite the quote. Just as a last minute note here before we wrap, they're all on like very good terms with Mike uh, despite being kind of pissed at them when they left the last season. So I guess they really just decided to come in like a family kumbayaing and wait until he just, you know, comes back around to get mad at him again, I guess. Well, and he definitely is coming in with like a good vibe, which makes it easier because like he didn't complain about having a room with Ron and Sam. And so he hasn't caused any drama yet which is you know he made it a whole episode good for him good <laughs> for him real quick before yeah. we leave we should one time just show off our backgrounds because we're kind of covering them but i want to show you our new zoom backgrounds oh my gosh yes for those who are watching on patreon or youtube we are back at the jersey shore we've got the grenade whistle and karma where we're going to be having a lot of you know nights this season we sure are. So if you are not, you should definitely subscribe on Patreon because every season we change the backgrounds to suit the season. It's a whole thing. It's so cute. Cute. All right. Well, we'll see you next time. Um, goodbye. Um, hello. Um, goodbye. If you want more of the podcast, you can follow us on any social media at um hello pod. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash umhello. We've got a video feed there so you can see our beautiful faces while we recap Jersey Shore. And we've also got a little bit of behind the scenes bonus content for you. And you can find me anywhere online at The Libra including my website, thelibragina.com. And you can find me online on TikTok and Instagram at angel.iconic.music. Thanks for listening. Bye.